and welcome back to SEMA's podcast, Y'all Ready for This, where we talk about all things emergency preparedness to make sure that you and your family are ready for any type of natural or man-made disaster right here in Chatham County. So this week we have some new faces, but also some friendly faces. I, of course, have my co-host, Sakili Johnson, with us again today, our AmeriCorps Vista. Welcome back, Sakili. Thanks for having me again. Are you excited about being here again today, Sakili? I am always excited about being here. Awesome. And listeners, this is a first for us. We were contacted by this company to see if they could talk to some of our listeners and get a better understanding of how things happen here in Chatham County, but also provide an awesome resource. So we're going to get all into this idea of emergency info plan today, but our our subject matter expert is John Pastore. Welcome so much, John. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, and hopefully we can help some of your viewers. Yeah, I hope so too. This is going to be a really awesome podcast, hopefully pretty enlightening for people to really think through what it takes to have an emergency plan and what we want to try to get across in this emergency preparedness realm. So let's get right into it, John. What is emergency info plan? Well, emergency info plan really is a website and a source of resources for people to help them be better prepared for emergencies. And We all experience them. Some are personal emergencies, some are national disasters, but you really have to stay safe and be prepared. And that's what we stand for. Can you tell us a little bit more about your story and why you started the emergency info plan? Yes, Uh, it's a hard story to tell at times, but what happened was uh, we had a place in New York Uh, I took a business trip and I went to Vermont and my wife called 911. Well, I wasn't notified until about 40 minutes later when my neighbor called me. And sadly, she passed away that day. Now, this isn't a story that's a new story. It happens every day to families. And I don't want it to happen to anybody else. So... I formed a company called Emergency Info Plan, and we're dedicated to help save lives. That's really what we do. And we do it by using smartphones, something somebody carries with them every day with them. So who are you really trying to help here? What is, I guess, your main audience? Well, you know, it's interesting. Of all the people that I talk to, um, literally, I can help almost anybody but the ones that come to mind are the ones who are separated from their families. So let's say that somebody's older and they're living in a different state and their family's somewhere else. How are they gonna find out when they have an emergency? What do they have set up? And many of the people, you know, there are emergency alert devices, but many people don't wear these and they don't use them. And many of them don't work when they're outside of communities. So. What happened with me was that about two months after the incident, I went in and I turned in my iPhone. And when I turned it in, they told me about a software change that had occurred on that phone. And that software change possibly could have saved my wife's life. Because what happened was it's medical ID and emergency SOS. That's what's built into an iPhone. 
And if you call 911 the right way, which I'm going to show you a little later in this presentation, and for those who aren't watching, I will explain how it works. You can alert 911 with your location. You can alert your emergency contacts that you're having an emergency with your location. And in addition to that, you can provide vital medical information to those who are coming to your aid right at the scene. And that's what can save lives. And I'm gonna talk a little bit about that because we have white papers on this and we've studied this. And we, according to the Heart Association, if you can save one minute, just one minute of time, what can happen is you can, you can save 10,000 lives a year, wow. 10,000, just with one minute, just with one minute. So that's what we're all about. How do we save time? What are the ideas that can help other people to do that? And that's really what we do. All right. I mean, this sounds amazing. I've, I've only heard a little bit about it before we started our podcast. So could you tell us and the viewers how exactly it works and how people can go ahead and get this set up? Sure. Probably it's best if I show you visually. And so what I'll do is I'll bring up a PowerPoint and show you a little bit about that. And we'll show you how it really can save lives. Okay. So what we stand for is really stay safe, be prepared. And we're building a growing list of resources for people to be able to do this. So here you see two phones. You see an iPhone on the left and you see an Android phone on the right. Well, we have a free Android app that we've created for that works on all Android phones. But I'm going to talk about how you use your iPhone first and how you can do what I just said, alerting 911 and emergency contacts. So looking at that phone, if you take it and you see on there an emergency SOS and you see a medical ID, if you simply squeeze that phone on either side, this is an iPhone 8 or above, you can swipe the SOS across. And what it will do is it will automatically call 911. 911 receives a broadcast message and it knows where you are from the GPS finding in your, in your phone. When you hang up, emergency contacts receive a text message with your location and they know you're having a problem. They can even call you on your phone to see if you're okay. So at that point, now you have people in the game. When 911 arrives at the scene, as you see on the left, they need to know certain things. They need to know your medical conditions, what medications you might be taking, if you have allergies or past medical experiences, and they need to know your emergency contacts. They can do all of this from the phone. They can access it, and they access it on the lock screen of the phone, which simply means to you, they can't get at anything else on the phone. They can only get at that medical information. And if somebody comes to your aid and they're there, they could even pick up your phone. They could use the same method to alert 911 and emergency contacts. So they're in the game. And uh, they can even talk with your emergency contacts. So 
That's what happens in the beginning with this. With the Android phone, we developed an app that goes on Android phones. There are many different operating systems for Androids. This works across them. And once again, when set up properly, it's on the lock screen of the phone. So all you do is you tap on the icon, it's just below this right here, up comes this screen, and you can tap and text 911. They'll call you back to make sure you're having an emergency. And if you don't have the text to 911 currently in your vicinity, you can call 911 first. But it's mandated by the FCC that within the next about eight months, text to 911 will be there. Most calls now are made with cell phones to 911. Then what you do is you tap and you text your emergency contacts. You alert them and they receive a location where you are and you're having an emergency. And once again, they can call you right on your phone, see what's happening. And then when 911 arrives, once again, they can just tap and they can see your emergency information. And in there, you'll see some things that are important to have in there, but they're really some critical things to have in the phone. And most people don't understand this. So those critical things would be the name of your doctor and their phone number, not as an emergency contact, but their name and their phone number. Why? So the emergency room could call and try and locate your medical information. The other thing is you'd need to know your hospital. That's where the records are kept. But because of HIPAA, those records can't electronically transferred automatically. And that's why we tell people it's so important to set up your phone. Because once you put that in your phone, you are authorizing that information to be sh shared with those people coming to your aid. And that's your right. And it doesn't really have to do with HIPAA at all. It overrides that because you're making that available. And those are the critical elements of what you really have to have in there. I'll take you to the website later on and I'll show you how easy it is to set things up. Um, but are there any questions at this point in time? Wow, that's, that's pretty incredible. I think that, you know, honestly, as an iPhone user, I had no idea that that existed. And I feel embarrassed as an emergency management personnel that I did not know that. Zakili, did you know that this existed? I didn't. I had recently done an update. My phone is an Android and there was, a, I guess, a tech update that makes it possible where if you press the power button um, a certain number of times, it will alert 911 and send your emergency contacts to your location. I don't know about medical ID though, but this is this seems even better because you would be able to list like what prescriptions you're taking and get important information to first responders, especially if you weren't able to communicate that yourself. That's right. And you need to have a consistent way to get this. And that's what we've done. We've built a consistent way for 911 to know how to do this. And now I'm going to show you how we let people know all about this. You see, this life-saving technology, people have to know that it's on your phone. So we make a very simple little sticker that goes on an iPhone or it goes on an Android phone. That's for an iPhone eight or above. There's a different sticker for the six and seven. And it shows, shows people, how do you access the information? 
How do you call up emergency medical ID and SOS? How do you access the medical information? That's the blue arrow. And how do you alert 911? That's the right red arrow. So that shows them that you're prepared. But there's more because the real way to show you're prepared is to put stickers on your home and on your car. And those stickers simply say, look on my phone. That's where my medical information is. The old systems were you put everything next to your refrigerator about your medical situation or everything in the glove compartment of your car. We aren't always in the car or at home or near the refrigerator, but we generally carry our phones with us almost everywhere. So this is the logical way to do it. So we provide stickers, emergency alert stickers for cars, homes, and for phones. And that's how people know you're prepared. And this is just a picture of the website. And on here, we basically show people how to set up their phones. I'll take you actually onto the website. We actually have the video tutorials to do that. And we have very easy way for people to order their stickers. And so here's what people ask, what does this cost? Okay, everybody thinks I'm gonna sign up for something and it's gonna cost me year in and year out every year for this, no. Emergency alert sticker packs cost $7.99. But we want you to be better prepared. So we actually have an assessment that's built into the website. And it's gonna talk about what you have to do to be prepared, what forms you have to have, have you done it. You can assess your own preparedness and we'll reward you for that because instead of being $7.99 one-time charge, it's $5.99 one-time charge. And then people just go down and they order their stickers for their phones, depending on the type of phone. And I think probably if I take you to the, the next, well, this is the slide, this is coming from the site. What this is showing you is that on your phone, on your iPhone, there's a built-in tutorial. So you can learn how to set up your phone right online, right on our site. And the same thing with an Android phone. And in fact, a way to download that from the Google Play app on a free basis. So we're all about saving lives, we're all about saving time. And then we're all about what can you do to stay safe and be prepared no matter what. And that will be a growing resource list that we have. So what people have to do to be prepared is first, you have to alert your family and first responders and provide vital medical information. That's the first step, we just did it. You have to have healthcare directives in order and accessible at a moment's notice because people can't represent you unless they have those directives with them. And then you've got to be prepared for life's expected and unexpected transitions that we all face. So that's kind of the process and what we stand for. And there are many elements that are growing into how to stay safe and be prepared as we go forward. But I, I would like to just briefly take you to the website. When you join that website, you will get a pop-up that will come up and it will basically, you know, ask you those questions, this, 
would you, how would you like to take the survey? And you don't have to, that's up to you. You'll then come down and you're gonna learn about tutorials and the stickers that can show people you're prepared. Then you're gonna come down further. You're gonna have a very simple setup program, which includes over here, an iPhone tutorial, where I lead that and I tell you what to do. Highly recommend people go on their computers, look at it and set it up on their phone as they go. And then on the Android, we once again have similar tutorials. So once people understand that, they just simply go down and they purchase their stickers like we were talking about. And we do have a growing resource of sponsors or people who support our efforts. And we're always looking for those people. And some of those will give these stickers away to families because they really want to help and they want to be part of that process. So lastly, on the sidebar, you can see my story, tutorials on how to set up the phones that I showed you, a white paper. As I said, if you save just a minute, you can save 10,000 lives a year just for heart attacks. Just imagine what you could do for other incidents. And then we even have some interesting training videos. And I think for emergency management, I think this is excellent and would love to share them with them. We have a training video that shows you how to call 911 the right way so that two parties get alerted. And then we have a training video over here that basically shows you how to, um, how 911 can access the information on the phone. And we can provide that to any 911 place. They can put it on their training platform and they can train their people. I'll just give you a, a one minute glimpse of it and, um, and we can go from there. Uh, you're not gonna hear this right now, but that particular um, video is, um, is done uh, in a way that we can, she can speak 40 different languages, okay? It's an avatar. So um, at any rate, that's what we're all about. And we really are looking to share the word and to get it out there and just help people be better prepared for whatever happens in their life. Wow, John, that's, that's incredible. Like I, I was very excited about this podcast. I knew that we were gonna learn a lot of really great information, but a lot of it is accessible to people in so many ways. If you're great with technology, that's awesome. Go ahead and do it. If you're not great with technology, there's tutorials to help you do it. There's stickers to help guide other people to show them. So when, you know, if you're an elderly, you know, member of our community, if you're trying to explain it to your children or your grandchildren, there's, there's stuff that's going to help them and guide them through the whole process. That's a, a really fantastic idea to keep everybody engaged and, and interested in this emergency preparedness. And so that's, that's yes, awesome. And, and you know, you said, who does this help? And we think about the elderly, but no, there's so many more. We can help communities. We can show communities how to save five minutes of time. If they have somebody who's trained an EMS at the front gate, they get notified. We make an emergency contact. They dispatch their EMS out to see the people and to, and to help them. They get their five minutes before 911 gets there. They can save a life. Wow. And 
it's it's for high rises it's for all sorts of communities but it's also for people and let's say not-for-profits where they serve people who might have health concerns that they really need to know about diabetes association the heart association all of these where people need to know basic information so that when 911 arrives they can help but then it's all about triage because if you have this information when you get there you can triage the person into the emergency room in advance and save even more time so that's uh, that's what it's all about how do we get that information and and uh, i think you know i've i've met very few people that have it set up properly you aren't surprising me in this and you're not alone by any means i'm going to add one other thing this software change was added into the iPhone two months before my wife's passing. And, you know, this is a huge, and it's something I'm very passionate about. Uh, I just want to save as many lives as we can. And even if it's only one, it's worth it. And, uh, and that's what we do. But I think what you're going to find that we build in resources for people that there'll even be more and more that uh, can be done from this standpoint. You know, as you were talking, I, I sat here and thought of, of Chatham County places specifically that would really benefit from knowing this. And I personally plan to do that and, and show them that these resources are, are in existence and they're there to help them. I know, Sakili, you're probably thinking the same thing. Like, I went to visit three of these places that would benefit from that. Well, you know, we can help from that because just as we're doing a visit today, we can do it on a Zoom meeting we can bring in an entire community and we can train an entire community how to do this. And we even have some supporters who will come in and, you know, if they'll even help from that standpoint. And there's lots of them. There are people who are caregivers who care for people. They need to get their people prepared. And I could just, I can name hundreds of different ones, you know, that can help everyone from planning to um, legal, to whatever. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, is there anything else that you would like to mention about you know emergency info plan and the just the legacy that you've built here? Is there anything else that you would want our listeners to know? Well, I just what I really recommend that everybody do is just go visit it visit the site www.emergencyinfoplan.com browse it look through take the assessment even if you don't get the stickers take it it's going to show you what you have to do and then if you're so inclined purchase the stickers you can even reach out to us and we might be able be able to show you somebody who's really willing to help people from that standpoint and and I think the other thing is that if in your community you have people who would like to support this effort, please have them contact us. Um, they, they, can, they can get involved right up here on the site over here and they can uh, uh, make a difference. So, and those people who are supporters get listed as supporters in a directory also as we move forward, we're building that. So that's my story. I love it. Thank you so much for, for spending time with us today, for making sure that Chatham County residents are aware of this amazing resource and everything that goes along with it. I hope, like you said, 
even if we save one life with this conversation, I hope that, you know, it's beneficial to somebody and that they're able to go on and share that story and not have to deal with the heartbreak that you did. So I'm, I'm very sorry for your loss. I know that's... Well, you can't, when you experience something like that, you can give up or you can move forward and you can try to do as much as you possibly can. And really, as I'm saying, I'm motivated by just one life. That's it. That's fine. But I know there'll be many, many, many more. So. Yeah, potentially thousands. You're doing some really awesome work. And I, I appreciate that. Kelsey, I appreciate it. And I really appreciate it being on the show with you and being able to share this information with the people that you serve in your community. Awesome. All right. Well, listeners, this has been a really just heart touching and, and hopefully action producing podcast. Until next week. Bye, guys.